Growing Up Baby with Haley Zimak. Pregnancy and giving birth is daunting enough. The extra weight that stresses your joints, all the changes that happen to your body, the looks and comments, most well-meaning but still not always necessary, and the tidal wave of emotion that hits you with unending questions like, am I fit to do this? Can I handle this? How will I have the energy? And so on. It can be particularly challenging when you're an older first-time mom. I should know because I am one. And so too is my friend Candace Cobbing, who just turned 41. I didn't expect either of us to be having the following conversation, yet here we are. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Like, I never, ever, ever got sick. Like, I never had morning sickness. I never had nausea nausea or anything like that. I'm just um, starving. (laughs) always and uh and just really I get really tired but Mm. what's your favorite food what are you eating I'm eating carbs and fruit okay like so not nothing terrible but like a lot of it like (laughs) I remember that too I was a fruit fiend like I would be going through mangoes and berries and yeah okay and any weird and you know people always ask you like what's your weird craving or what you know disgusting thing are you eating like pickles and peanut butter I never had anything like that I was more food averse you know just in general but have you had any really weird combinations I think um well I think you love pickles anyway right I do (laughs) real life yeah, I remember that about you. Um, I don't like I I don't care about them, but I did um I did like drink a whole jar of pickle juice when I first found out. Like I just tasted it, but it was more so because people always say, Oh, pickles and pregnant people. So I just like had a a little sip of it and then like walked away. And then every time I walked by the counter, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, and like drank more, but Um, you're actually making my mouth water. Like my cheeks are puckering because I drink pickle juice on a regular basis. Yeah. I did. But other than that, no, nothing, nothing crazy. It's just, um, there's a lot of stuff that, um, cause I loved food anyways, but there's a lot of stuff that just tastes, um, like blah to me now. So the, the things that really get the job done are like good bread and any kind of fruit. We are what is referred to, and it's a tough term when you first hear it in a medical setting, but geriatric pregnancies. Is that something that you're familiar with? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so gross when you first hear it, right? Yeah. It's a bit shocking. And then it's like, well, what exactly is a geriatric pregnancy? Oh, anyone over 35. So I'm like, okay. So I guess all my friends or most of them anyway. Yeah. And I, I didn't feel like I was an old woman, you know what I mean? But, um, whenever you hear geriatric before your pregnancy, it was, I don't know, maybe when I was visiting my grandmother in the hospital or, you know, something like that. So, ah. can I ask why, why did you decide to wait this late in life? I didn't really decide to wait. I, I didn't want a child before. Um, I wasn't going to have one. And then as time went on, I thought that, um, I had it in my head that I couldn't get pregnant and that I couldn't have a baby. So I just sort of lived, um, accepted that. Yeah. And so I just, um, and I, I ended up, you know, okay with it, or at least I thought it was okay with it. And, um, just had my adult life and thought that this is what it was going to be. And then, um, had a big surprise last April when I 
found out that I was pregnant. So it was kind of like a shock twice because it was a shock because I wasn't trying and I wasn't planning on it, but it was also a shock because I didn't think that I could. So it was like changing, changing my way of thinking. But of course, I'm excited about it now. I'm terrified too, but. Why did you think you couldn't have kids? I had some complications like a few years back. And I had, uh, well, actually, I've always, I've always had um, like complications with, uh, with my period and things like that growing up. It's always been like sort of complicated and I've had really painful ones. I've been in the hospital a number of times. And then about five, no, seven years ago in 2015, I ended up having the leap cone biopsy. It's when they find um, almost like precancerous cells. So it's, they find, uh, so on a pap test, it comes back abnormal. They do their, they do their extra checking. It's not, um, they find cells that aren't cancer yet, but they're, they're sure that they will turn into cancer basically. So it's basically, they um, do this minor operation on you to remove everything that could turn into cancer. My mom and my oldest sister had the had the same thing, um, but they were they already had all their kids and things like that. So okay. uh, at the time when that happened, I wasn't told specifically that I couldn't have kids, but I was told it would be really hard and that I probably wouldn't. So I wasn't told a no for sure, but I was told that I probably wouldn't. Um, so, you know, I was thinking if I ever did want to um, go down that road, I'd have to, you know, go through fertility or or something like uh, something like that. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, the older you get, we hear the more difficult it is. So when you mentioned being surprised last April, uh, mm-hmm. you were 40 then at the time. What uh, what went through your mind? Oh, my God. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay. So I had a, like a little tiny suspicion just because I'm, I'm always, um, you you know, we have these apps on our phones. I always get my period immediately when I'm supposed to. And, uh, and I didn't. So I was, I was kind of, I don't know, joking with myself or I don't know, a little paranoid or something. Um, so I, I went out, I'll tell you that story later, but I went out and I, I did, um, I did a test that I got from shoppers and then I honestly don't know what I was, I, I, I think I basically had the same reaction as my mom did. I'm like, no, there's, there's no way like this isn't, this isn't a thing. And then I just walked home. Like I phoned my, I phoned my sister and told her, but I kind of, I was just in a daze. Like it, it didn't feel real at all. It didn't feel real for, for weeks actually. And even now, sometimes it's still, it still doesn't. But that day, like it was hard to it's hard to remember what was going through my mind that day as I as I was walking. home. <laughs> well, and we should mention, too, because you and I know each other personally and yeah. you're funny, like you're a funny person. It's <laughs> lend itself well to your career. You've done stand up comedy. You've been on, you know, huge shows as well. Just being yourself, being funny. So and I know you're quite close to your family, your sisters. Were they and if you found out in April, was it April 1st by any chance? Like, did they think, come on, Candace, you're having us on. This is a joke. Everybody thought everybody did think it was a joke for sure. It wasn't on April 1st, but it was around then. It was um, I. it was right before Good Friday. And the reason why I remember that was because um, I was on this sort of cleanse and I hadn't drank in six months. So on Good Friday, I was going out to 
like have a beer with my family. And then I did the test on Thursday. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Your timing at least was good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that, that's how I remember, but yeah, my parents or my, my oldest sister, my mom definitely thought it was a joke. So I was going to hold off, you know, the three months superstition before I told anybody. And we went to an Arkells concert the next week and we were coming out and then, but I had to tell somebody because I know, like I knew nothing. Right. And I just needed somebody like somebody to know and somebody to go through it with and somebody to help me. So we were coming out of the, out of the concert. And I said, um, I was like, what would you, do you guys think I should have a baby? Like just trying to gauge their reactions. And they're both like, cause I wouldn't, I've never said anything like that before. They're both like, no. Okay. I'm like, really? You don't think I should have a baby? And my oldest sister's like, no, you can't have a baby. Your stuff doesn't even work anymore. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Like you couldn't if you tried. And then my mom's like, yeah, just, you can't. And then I go like, (laughs) so I got a little bit defensive and I'm like, well, I am. And like started walking to the parking lot. They're like, huh? And then they're like, and they, yeah, it was a good like 15 minutes where they thought I was joking. I'm like, I don't know what else to say, but I am. And then, uh, and then my mom looks at me and she's like, well, I don't really, I don't know what to think about that. And then we like went home, but that was my exact reaction. So the next day she called and she said, no, I'm really, I didn't mean to have the wrong reaction. I'm really, really happy. And they are excited. She's like, I'm really happy. Um, but I was just shocked and I, I don't know what to think about it. I'm like, you had the exact same reaction that I did. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. What a story. Okay. So then it was just obviously going to the appointments, um, confirming everything like that. So luckily I was never made other than the term, you know, geriatric. Okay, fine. I was never made to feel, you know, too old or any questions about, you know, my lifestyle or anything, but I have friends that said they felt really under the spotlight when they were an older mom. Did you experience anything like that? Yeah. So I think, I think mostly any of the negative, negative attention associated with being an older mom has come from myself just from being paranoid and overthinking everything and second guessing everything uh so I kind of you know attack attack myself saying you know like what what are you doing what are you actually doing this is crazy you're too old but it's it's mostly it was negative thoughts to myself so as far as other people like we work in an industry where a lot of women are you know are 40 and older we're having kids. So I didn't feel like necessarily attacked externally. Um, but I still feel like people are thinking, <laughs> I feel like people won't like come, come out and say it, but I do, I do feel like people are like thinking it sometimes a, a little bit judgy. Um, but, um, that could all be in my own head as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get that. And and society always has a specific way that women should act and do anything from the huge life events, like getting pregnant to the most mundane things. So I think as long as you have your friends and your family and those who support you, and this is how I felt as well, right? Really the outside opinions don't matter. And you're so right because we are our own worst critics and can be very harsh on ourselves. So is that something though, as you've progressed in your pregnancy, you've kind of focused less on that and more on the positive things? 
Yeah. Focus less on that. And then as the day comes closer and closer, focusing more on like, how is, how is this getting out of me is what, <laughs> what I'm thinking of all day and how there's a shortage on epidural. So that's consuming most of my mind now. I don't care how old I am anymore. <laughs> you have bigger things to worry about. Yeah. Literally like epidurals on my mind, like 24 oh. hours a day. So everybody like, yeah, I'm on to, I'm on to everybody about it, but yeah, I do know, I do know that people are, are thinking, you know, that I'm older, that, you know, they do have um, things that come to mind because even just innocent, innocent comments, I know what, you know, you can tell where they're coming from sometimes. Like um, I was where I was working with somebody on a show a couple months ago who was excited that I was having a baby. Like everybody's excited um, and said, yeah, it, it, it's going to be fine. My sister was old when she had a baby too. <laughs> Oh, so it's like comments like that. It was like, well, it was a well-meaning comment, but I knew, you know, there's something. Yeah. You could just that. leave it at, fu- it's going to be fun, period. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then you have old friends reaching out to you being like, hey, do you want to do a podcast on being an older mom? <laughs> but the reason I wanted to do this is because I, I totally get it. And I think it's good to normalize that at whatever stage you're at. I have friends from high school that had babies at 16, you know, and have beautiful families. And I think at the time, oh my gosh, that was young, right? Then I have friends, same 40, 42, beautiful families. So it it so depends at what stage in your life you're at. So things work out in, in mysterious ways. Sometimes they do work in a weird way because same, I have friends, friends from high school, beautiful families. They did, they did everything younger and I don't, that wouldn't have been my case. (laughs) I know that wouldn't have been my case. If I, if I were to get pregnant at 20, like there's no way I'd be ready for it. I think things do come to you when you can handle them. And when, when they're supposed to be so when they're supposed to come to you. So, um, yeah, I definitely think that, but, uh, yeah. And my, my sisters too, they all had, they all had kids, uh, younger, or at least at what, what's determined the regular age. Mm-hmm. Good. So now, um, my niece actually just gave birth last week. <laughs> so <laughs> my niece and me are going to have babies at the same time. Oh, that's right. cute. <laughs> If you're, if your niece can do it, you could do it. But no, I totally hear you about like the absolute consuming fear of like, how does this get out of me? And I'm sure you've heard it a thousand times, but you will be okay. It will be fine. Um, But yeah, it's a daunting thought, especially, you know, I think we're the same in the way that we never planned this. Like we never thought that this was going to happen for us. So we didn't have to worry about this. And now you do you have to worry about having and raising a little human. Like it's a big deal. Where, yeah. And the things that you worried about Haley before, before you gave birth, are they like, were a lot, are a lot of them not even important or a lot of them, not the things that you needed to worry about or. Oh, totally. I worried about so much. I was so dramatic when I was in labor. I was like, I'm going to die. You know, <laughs> this is, how is this happening? Um, am I going to be able to feed him? How am I going to handle crying at night? How am I going to handle being up all night? What if he gets sick? You know, you get all these, I can't give him a bath. I'm going to hit his head on the tub. You know, I'm going to drop him. I'm not going to be good for this. I'm not cut out for this, you know? Oh yeah. All of those. And now it's like, you know, not to be whatever, but the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I love it. Yeah. 
That's good to hear because I'm still in the freaking out phase. Totally. So if I can allay any fears, um, I'm happy to. But you still have some time, right, to get your head around this? You are due, remind me? On December 11th. December 11th, a little yeah. Christmas babe. I know. And are you, you know, the, the gender, is that something you're sharing or keeping private? Yeah, it's a boy. Yay, little boy. I said when we were finding, when we were, when I was going to find out, my partner was like, are you sure you want to find out? I'm like, I think we kind of, we had enough surprises, right? Like, <laughs> we just know everything now. <laughs> Do you have names picked out? Uh, well, we have, we had a lot of girl names picked out. Same. <laughs> so we do we do have some names that we like there's nothing that's that's really sticking other than um there's one name that we keep on calling him that came up as a joke and sounds like a joke name but (laughs) the only thing that's sticking right now so okay like would it be a name name or like a nickname it'll like it'll have to be a nickname but I don't know like it seems like it might be his real name but I love it okay yeah. <laughs> like I don't it's just what we're what we're calling him so never say baby we say this name so okay well December 11th or 17th or 10th or you yeah. know November 30th um I can't wait to see your social media post with <laughs> baby's name is I don't know potato or whatever potato yeah no like it, I hope I hope he comes like right on his due date but the the good thing the frustrating thing is now all these questions that I'm asking like every mom about the pain in the first year like all this stuff no none of them remember like, and it's frustrating to me now. Right. Cause I'm like, no, I need to know, I need to know everything. And they're like, Oh, I don't really remember. I don't really remember. But the good thing is it means that the stuff I'm worrying about isn't bad. <laughs> no, you're so true. And when you're caught up in that, it's almost like an out of body experience, right? You're kind of just like, all right, the only way I got to get through it. I can't go around it. I can't go over it. I can't go under it. I'm just going to get through it. And you do like, it's shocking how laying in a bed or spending time in a hospital, you know, you spend eight hours at work and it's like, oh, this is dragging. You can be at a hospital for two days. It feels like two minutes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm so excited for you. Your partner was um, surprised as well. Yeah, he was, he was very surprised. We've um, like, I always joke, like we've been together for like 20 minutes. So (laughs) we have a newspaper, like the, the newspaper cover from our first date and the headline says buckle up. And I think the baby's going to be born either on or before our one year anniversary. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Okay. Buckle buckle up, up, baby. There's a, there's a ride that we are going on. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's very, very excited, very supportive. And I, and um, yeah, I think that's another thing that happened at the right time. I don't think I'd be able to, you know, do it with anybody else. I think he'll be the best dad in the world. So yeah. That's awesome. And you'll be the best mom in the world to that little guy too. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please download, subscribe, follow, and share. Conversations may be edited for length and clarity. The information, opinions, and recommendations in this podcast are for general informational purposes only. The information is not intended to replace or serve as a substitute for professional advice, consultation, or service. Until next time.